Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast. Welcome to season two of the podcast, where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. And Lots beer. of beer. Lots of beer, JR. A hidden gem, no more. Enjoy one of the top stay and play packages in Manitoba at Oak Island Resort and Golf, just southwest of Brandon. Designed by one of the most prolific course architects in the country, you can enjoy over 6,600 yards of challenging and unforgettable golf amidst beautiful prairie wetlands and some of the best putting services on the planet. Once you put it out on 18, relax in one of the four fully equipped cabins on site while your hot dog or burger cooks on the BBQ. Or if camping is your thing, you can stay at one of the nearly 400 fully serviced sites. Book today by visiting oakislandmb.ca. Des and Andrea would love to see you down there and tell them 18 over par sent you and Mike and I will buy you around. That's oakislandmb.ca to book your stay and play package now or click on the link in our pod show notes. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to another special edition of 18 Over Par with Mike and JR. We bring back our PGA Tour correspondent, Adam Walker, a.k.a. Walker Winnipeg, on Twitter. He gives us his picks, his in-betweeners, his long shots, as well as the Canadians in the field. And Mike, he spent some time at the old course at St. Andrews, so he gives us the lowdown on pretty much each and every hole. So enjoy. We are looking forward to the 150th Open Championship at the old course at St. Andrews. Well, it's a kind of a, a bittersweet time as we bring in Adam Walker for a final time this season to preview the Open Championship. We did a full-on episode with him earlier this season, and he's been on every single time since the beginning of the podcast, previewing every single major championship on the PGA Tour. That is why he is the PGA Tour correspondent, and it was also his birthday this past weekend. So happy mm-hmm. birthday. He is now legal. He was partying it up at the Tijuana Yacht Club. He was having a great time. <laughs> TYC. Yeah. Remember those days? And now he now he's on location in St. Andrews for the Open Championship. Yeah, had to catch a flight out to Scotland first thing in the morning after TYC. Were you on the, the Live Golf flight there? I saw old, uh, Perez there. I think it was partying it up with yeah. the, the caddy. Yeah. It looked like we are the champion. That, yeah. that plane uh, reminds me of soul plane i don't know if you remember that movie uh that was a good movie but yeah soul plane there's a pretty it looked like they're in a whole bar in the air like it was so wide i was blown away like what the hell is this plane yeah soul plane they rented it soul plane have you seen that movie i don't know anything about soul plane i should look it up i think it i think i got nominated on it something (laughs) anyways big planes yeah, well, this guy knows about uh, big planes, and that is Bryce Matlaszewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446, and he'll take you for a round at St. Charles. There you go. There you go. He I mean, didn't maybe, say that, but yeah. I'm sure he would. Maybe if, if you just call him, he might not, but if you um, throw, some, throw some money at him or fax him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. also, also want to touch on a quick uh, two more two more things. The Nick and Nikki group of DQs, they have been with us from day one. They're still with us. We really appreciate them uh, coming on. And don't forget, they are a small local business. So even though they have the big DQ name, they are local. They are supporting the community, including the golf community here, as well as this podcast. Mm-hmm. So go support them. DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. You can also follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. And our newest, last but not least, destination sponsor, Oak Island Resort and Golf. You guys have both played there. I have not. I look forward to going out there, having some fireballs. But uh, check them out. You can uh, check out their info in our show notes. But how was the course there at Oak Island? I heard the greens are phenomenal. Awesome. Like, er everything about it. Like, the condition of the course was just beautiful. Uh, 
I don't know if it's right to call it a hidden gem, but like I didn't know anything <laughs> about it before going out there. And it's awesome. Awesome place to go golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly hidden gem for us city folk. Probably yeah. you know, hadn't heard a lot about it. Um, probably Westman's been hiding it from us. They don't want us uh, out there <laughs> ripping up their fairways, but uh, beautiful fairways at that and accommodations were, were so great. And, and the staff there were so uh, accommodating and uh, couldn't have asked for a, for a better uh, host course for the Harambe Memorial Invitational. Um, and there's a tunnel. The tunnel was probably the funnest part where you get to go on, under the road yeah. with your cart. That looked you frightening. Screaming through there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's a two-way thing. So, I mean, if you meet if you meet somebody coming the other way, that could be uh, messy. Don't back down. Yeah. <laughs> Stay strong. It's the 18 over par away. Well, let's get into the Open Championship, the 150th. This thing has been going on for 100, well, soon to be 150 years. It's back at the old course at St. Andrews. Mike had the luxury of playing there. I did. So you got a brief little history of your moment in this. Well, was it sunny? Was it sunny there? Was it a moment? It was sun? sunny. I was. I actually looked up. Uh, so obviously didn't do too much research on preparing for this. Because I, I usually don't. But I looked up <laughs> the uh, timeanddate.com or whatever. And you can get the weather or anywhere in the world. And it was uh, 12 degrees Celsius, it said. This was wow. uh, October 3rd, 2019. Uh, and then the wind was 24 kilometers an hour, which uh, I didn't think it was that that windy, but it, apparently it was. Um, so it was, uh, it was sunny though. So, you know, I had pants and a quarter zip and I had a toque in the bag, but, uh, opted to wear a cap most of the day. And, uh, there were guys in the group wearing toques, but didn't have to put it on near the uh, very end of the day. I got a little cold, but what time of year were you there? October 3rd. Oh yeah. 2019. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, I wrote this down. It's not very refined. So, but wanted to this to serve as a reference anytime, uh, somebody uh, brought up the old course is their, their bucket list course. And, uh, that way I didn't have to talk about it every other episode when somebody brings it up <laughs> and hopefully somebody follows their dreams and goes over there and plays it. But uh, yeah, so it was 2019, Brett, my girlfriend at the time, fiance now, uh, we had about 12 days vacation. So we decided Scotland, because, uh, right, that's uh, everyone goes to Scotland in, in October. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we got a nice uh, Airbnb, Jenny's Place. Shout out to Jenny. It's about 250 yards away from the first tee box, right downtown St. Andrews. And uh, $150 Canadian. So that was that was pretty sweet. So you could just walk to the course. Um, so, yeah, not very easy to get a tee time. Apparently, a lot of people want to play the old course. <laughs> uh, so I, as I think I've mentioned a few times, there's only a few ways to get on. Uh, so you need, first of all, you need a handicap of under 24 for men and under 36 for women. So I had to start keeping my handicap, which I hadn't done before managed to get it to, uh, to an 18, uh, before going over there. Wow. Blew, yeah. blew your goal away. Great oh, job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah like, is that why the called 18 over far? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But, uh, so that you can, uh, I was looking at the website this week, but you can buy a guaranteed old course package. Uh, and you get like, there's seven other courses on the St. Andrews links kind of land there and old course is only one of them. So I figured if I didn't get on, I could at least play one of these other seven or six courses. Um, but yeah, those packages are like a few thousand dollars and, uh, multi-day things. And I only had one day to play. Um, you can get an advanced reservation, which is like a year in advance. You can book a tea time, but we decided about three weeks before, uh, that we were going to go to Scotland. So not any, uh, open tea times for that. There's the ballot that I've mentioned. So two days before the tea time, uh, you need at least two players in the ballot, uh, and you can, you can win a lottery that gets you a tea time. Uh, I found this website 
unaffiliated to uh, the old course and they'll set you up with players that are looking to play the course the same day. So that was pretty cool. Entered that, uh, our ballot did not get picked. Uh, that was kind of, it's such a sad gut, story to gut this wrenching. point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible story. Uh, well, so well, wait, how, how early before, like, did you put in this ballot? Like, so did you know, like this is after you're already in Scotland and you're just, yeah, you know, I mean, if you're going to get the play or not. It's two days before yeah. any day they have a ballot every day, except Sunday isn't uh Sunday is the course isn't open. It's a public uh, park. People walk their dogs on it and the, there's no tea times available. And if there's a tournament, obviously you're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a few other tournaments throughout the year. Uh, when I was going, they uh, just played the Alfred Dunhill tournament, uh, which is, I think it's like a celebrity pro app. Cause like T- Justin Timberlake was there. Bill Murray was there. Like, bunch of like Tony Romo, I think was there. This was like a week before I was there. So they had all like these tents and stands set up to not as big as the open championship uh, stands, which are, they look pretty cool there on the uh, first key box there. But so last uh, option is walk on as a single. So this is how I got on uh, kind of researched when I had to uh, start waiting in line in queue. Uh, so you just wait, at the, they call it the old pavilion. It's basically just the tee box starters hut. And uh, yeah, some people will get there at like 8 p.m. the night before. I was like, well, that's kind of crazy. And uh, I didn't want to get there too late because I only had one day to play. So I decided on 2.30 a.m. And uh, obviously stayed up until 11 p.m. the night before didn't, and then went to bed and got about four hours of sleep. Woke up, Brett decided to come with me, which is amazing. She's going to stand outside this old pavilion which is on the North sea, uh, just getting hammered with wind. Uh, so get there at two 30 AM. There's two other guys there. They're sleeping on the bench. Uh, they got there at 12 midnight and then another guy had just got there, uh, right before me. So I was number four. And, uh, so I was like, well, is that good? And I guess they release, the T-sheets before every uh, day. So you know how many holes there are to fill. So he's like, oh, yeah, you're guaranteed a spot. So I was happy at that. And, um, yeah, so – and the benefit of being number four is I get to pick my times throughout the day. So, yeah, over the next five hours, we waited outside. They got, like, heaters on the pavilion, the side of the pavilion there. There was probably about 25 people who came uh, throughout the evening – uh, after we did this from all over the world we brought like coffee beer snacks we downloaded movies but in the end we just like talked to to the people that were waiting there right yeah. uh so yeah i had my choice it was like 10 30 a.m or 1 30 p.m we all run into this pavilion actually because we're all cold excited to get a tea time but also excited to get warm i think i had three layers of clothing on um yeah so i i, I decide on uh, 1 30 p.m and uh go back to the airbnb sleep for three hours and then come back set a bunch of alarms because i didn't want to sleep through my old course tea time because that that wouldn't have been if you good did that like like you we we wouldn't probably be doing this podcast no not at all not at all not at all i'm not yeah i don't know what would have came in my life if uh, if i would have slept through that tea time um so i was renting clubs they're all callaway clubs they're pretty nice they're new i don't know i can't remember which ones they were art was it r-a-z-r razor it wasn't that a it was before familiar yeah yeah actually my uh i used to have a callaway driver i think it was a razor hawk so okay so there you go i remember yeah uh so they had a a, yeah going there like 11 30 went to the range had to take a shuttle to the range and so i'm hitting the balls on the range sweating you know a little 
hungover uh, <laughs> from the night before. Didn't get a great sleep. Uh, just duck hooking everything, which is so uncommon for me. Usually I'm slicing, right? And uh, and it just was not very good at totally all. Totally different clubs, though. Like, that's tough. Like, anytime I've rented clubs before, it's it has not gone well. Like, yeah, it's, I agree. it's hard to do. You get used to your own gear. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. And so then, yeah, I had to get the shuttle back and I was sweating because I was like, hey, well, my tea time's in like half an hour here. The shuttle supposed to come around every 15 minutes to the range and then it goes to all the different courses on the property. Uh, so, yeah, was, finally it did come and and then I, I got to the got to the tea box with, a, you know, 10 minutes before the tea time. I'm sure uh, my caddy was like, so I did get a caddy. It was very highly recommended to get a caddy. He was uh, from New Zealand. I think his name was Danny and he had those shoes with the individual toes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those so are quite thought, popular in like the workout. Uh, yeah. Like the, the, and I, the heavy lifters. I guess he walks the course all the time. Right. So yeah. I don't know. I guess he has strong feet, but uh, <laughs> this was his second round of the day. Shout they out do. to those who have a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the metrics from the uh, listenership show that there is a lot of fetish foot fetishes in our, uh, in our demographic, yeah, so our target you. demographic. Yeah. yeah so whatever. thank you. Uh, we'll have to get some photos of our feet out there. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So yeah, I'm, uh, there was a, a, what made up the foursome was a Scotsman and Aussie and a guy from Guelph, Ontario. So, uh, and they were all like single digit handicaps and I was 18. So I, they got to hit from the whites and I got to hit from the yellows, which were probably, Oh, they make that decision for you. Like they yeah. tell you based on your handicap. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, these are your teeth, pal. I mean, they were, it, I wouldn't want to say it was rushed all day, but there's certainly a uh, kind of a, okay, next shot, hit, go, hit, yeah, go. You know, right, like right. they're just trying to pump out so many people through there. And if you get behind, you know, that doesn't help. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we had like a little bit of a match. It was a Commonwealth match. So it was the Scotchman, the Scotsman, the Aussie versus the two Canadians. Okay. And, uh, so that was fun. I think it came down to like the last two holes. Um, and I kind of blew up on the last two holes. I'll get into that, but I'll quickly talk about the first hole. I'm not going to go hole by hole here. (laughs) We don't need to fly over here. (laughs) So yeah, you know, you think of it, you see the first tee box there and you're right in town there. And it's pretty amazing. You got all the old buildings there. One of the, one of the uh, townhouses actually had a Canadian flag on it. And they were saying when a Canadian guy rents it out or owns it uh, throughout the year and, and he'll put up his Canadian flag. So that was kind of cool. Um, but there's like 50 people watching key off. Right. And this is like, <laughs> okay, this is my bucket list course. You know, a lot of pressure here. You got the, the Commonwealth guys are watching me. The caddy's watching me. Brett's taking pictures. And uh, so it's a pretty short, short par, short uh, hole one there. I got my, my scorecard here. So it's, it was wow. 355 uh, to the green from the yellow tee. So, but it was like, they got that Swillican burn there. Uh, you know, the Swillican bridge on, on 18. So that's coming back towards the first tee box. So the burn there is about 250 yards. So I was like, well, I can hit a low driver. At that time, I hit a low driver really well. So I pull up the driver, you know, try and let up on it. And it lands in the caddy's like, oh, yeah, that should be good. But then it rolled for about 50 yards. (laughs) (laughs) And then it rolled right into this burn, which was really too bad, which will I think will come into play a lot uh, this weekend. Like the fairways are very firm. Um, and yeah, the ball will just roll for forever. Like, for so sure. it'll be very tough to, I think, judge some of those distances. So get in the burn drop, I think, uh, whether that be three, and then I try and wedge it onto the green. It goes right, flops it high, right onto this 
Himalayan putting course they have. <laughs> yeah, they call it the Himalayas. And it's an 18-hole putting course. So I go over there out of bounds, drop another one, and I get it like at least towards the green area, chip on two putt, and get like an eight. And I'm like, oh God, this is terrible. Like the chat and the cat is miserable yeah. already after oh, yeah. I mean, feel bad for the guys in the group. They're going, oh God, we got to put up with this guy all day. And then the caddy is like, oh God, you know, but, uh, hey, he should have told you not to take driver. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's his fault. But, well, I think I asked him at the beginning. He's like, well, I've never seen you swing before. I don't even know how you hit the ball. Right. He might've, he's like, well, I didn't think I could drive it, you know, from the range there from the uh, my rain session there you know i was like well i'm probably not going to drive it into that if anything it's gonna duck hook left which would have been a good thing because 18 fairway is there it's like 130 yard fairway so how do you miss mm. the fairway there anyways managed to get it in the water there um but yeah the rest of the day actually went pretty well it was pretty good pretty amazing experience I was just reading my scorecard. I think I got five pars. Yeah, uh, hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Nothing wrong with that. No, a few bad birdie. I think I had a couple birdie putts that I missed. But there's like, obviously, I got a quadruple bogey on the first hole. There's another eight here, triple, another triple. Yeah, tripled the road hole, which was, um, you know, where you're hitting over the hotel there. And I sliced it right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Out really well. And that's then, good. You got it right over the hotel. Like I think that's the seventeenth. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, you're. Some people, it looks like you could bomb it right over those all those buildings if you mm. were you were brave enough. Yeah, no, and I, I I pretty well tried to hit it way out left, and then it it just sliced really well. Didn't even go over any of the buildings, <laughs> and uh, just followed the fairway. Just that's followed a fade. The that's not a slice. That's yeah. your fade, man. <laughs> yeah, Power and then. Fade. The, yeah. And then uh, I remember on that one, yeah, I got it. My approach like just landed on like the front of the green and then it rolled back like 50 yards. Like it was, it was oh, yeah. very devastating. And then I, I tried to put it up and then it still didn't get over the, the plateau and rolled back again. But um, did, you, yeah. did you find yourself in any of those deep bunkers? Yes. Yes. I think only two, two of yeah. them. Uh, do you know how many, uh, do you know how many bunkers there are on the course? No, I don't. We're getting into the trivia already. I couldn't even yeah. guess. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll work the trivia in throughout, okay. but, uh, the 112 bunkers okay. on, and, 112, okay. and then Augusta has 44 for comparison. Really? So, oh, really? Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in two bunkers. Both I got out of pretty good. One was a fairway bunker called hell bunker. So obviously that one sounds like a pretty yeah. fun one. <laughs> That's uh, it's on hole 14 and I was pretty well, like three feet away from the face of this pot bunker that was, you know, five and a half feet high and I'm 200 yards out, but managed to like the, the caddy actually said to me, he's like, you, the play is to hit it backwards. I was like, uh, I'm not going to hit it backwards. I've never hit a shot backwards on a golf course, <laughs> but I had just enough room to kind of hit it sideways out. And, and I knew he didn't even, he didn't believe in me and there's the video of it. So that's fun. And he's like, he was very impressed. He's like, wow, you got out. Very cool. But, uh, yeah, those pop bunkers are insane. Yeah. One was a greenside pop bunker. I can't remember which hole I'll have to do some, do some studying, look at every single bunker picture and, and just decide which one I was in, but I got out very well. So bunkers aren't, uh, bunkers i've always been uh, able to get out of so so that helped me but yeah all in all great day uh and the town of st andrews is is amazing in itself you know so much history there they got the uh, st andrews university there i think uh, that's where prince uh, william met kate middleton so oh look some, at this uh, oh yeah so for you royal uh yeah, royal, royal fans yeah. <laughs> good on good on you and you broke 100 if, right you you broke 100 didn't you yeah, 94. That's so that's huge. That's not bad, that's man. Fine score, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, it really wasn't, I don't want to say this, but like, I don't, I didn't find it that hard of a course, a very short course, even if you're playing yeah. from the whites. Like, yeah. you know, I obviously they're setting it up 
I'm sure a, a lot more difficult. Uh, it's going to be longer. Uh, I think I read, I don't know if you have this, you got a distance, Adam? I think it was 7,200 around there. Um, yeah. Maybe a, a shade over 7,200. So right. pretty average for a PGA Tour course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Mine was at the yellows, it was 6,300 and the whites was 6,700. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty, you know, and the caddy was really playing my slice and working the wind like on the way out. It's pretty like straight, straight out and then straight back, right? So you're either with the wind on the way out and then against the wind on the way back. There's just pounding drives. And the caddy was, he actually, I don't know if he was just looking for a tip, but he's like, I've never seen anyone driving on that far on this hole. I was like, well, I don't know. I'm sure you have. That's the best drive I've ever seen. Was it his his first day on the job? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's just looking for a great tip. uh, You're a good looking guy. You're super funny too. (laughs) Hey, you did say that actually. Um, but yeah, yeah. Again. And then, yeah. So with the wind and with the ball rolling, I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, it'll be tough for those guys to know their, their yardages. Yeah. Well, I think you alluded to it. It's probably going to be set up a little bit different than what you experienced, but it comes down to the weather thing, right? Cause if it mm-hmm. softens up, yeah. you're not going to get that roll, but if it's, you know, firm and fast, right. Watch yeah. out. The, the weather's looking, yeah, pretty warm. It doesn't look like rain is coming. Uh, who knows with Scotland, yeah. but but uh, there, everyone's saying it's pretty firm right now. And I was watching the Scottish Open this weekend, which is basically right across the river from uh, from St Andrews, and that ball was rolling. Like <laughs> the, you know, a lot of the guys, the guys that usually stick it on the green, it was just rolling off the back into you know some fescue or whatever they got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Pin placements are going to be, you know, super tough, right. They're going to put them in right on the, right on the hill there, right before a hill. And, you know, if you miss by inches, your ball's going to roll down the, down the green there. I am just recalling one, one time the, the guy I was playing with, he putted from about, I want to say it was 60 to 80 yards out. He's putting from that far wow. away yeah. from the green. And that's the play, right? You just roll it up there because, uh, you know, if you try and flop it in there, any amount of, um, you know, variable in your, in your shot, if you're, if you're off by five yards, it's just, it's going to roll away, but I'm sure we'll see a lot of putting on from the fairway. Yeah. And even on some of those greens, you're going to be seeing like 80 foot putts <laughs> because mm. the greens are so massive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, one of the greens is like 90 yards wide. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> well, I was watching a flyover and they said on every, uh, there's like, so there's a bunch of shared greens and shared fairways. And they're saying mm-hmm. on almost every hole has either a shared fairway or a shared green. Yeah. How many, how many greens are there on the old course? Oh, uh, 12. That's a that's a good guess. Uh, it is a good guess. It is a good oh, guess. There's 11. 11. Uh, 11. So there's seven of them are shared. And then uh, the first, the ninth, the 17th, and 18th have their own greens. I see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, and some of the fairways, like, it's dangerous. It was dangerous to play there. There was these guys that were yelling. Like, it wasn't at me. It was at the guys <laughs> I was playing with. And they were kind of yelling at them and then yelling at my caddy, even though my caddy had nothing to do with them. And they're like, you got to watch where you're hitting because it's kind of like a blind shot. And you're almost yeah. – you can play both fairways. Like, you know, if you're on your way out, the front nine, and then the back nine, they're kind of playing – you can play the same fairway, which obviously is very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I'm uh, also kind of wondering from a challenge perspective, like how are, are there a lot of blind shots? Like with the elevation changes, I guess uh, oh, yeah. you don't even know what the hell you're hitting into. No, no. I mean, I think the, the reason I got a caddy is they said, you don't, you won't know where you can walk up to a tee box and you won't know which way you're hitting. Right. Like, yeah. And you, if you don't have him telling you where, you know, the green is or even all the bunkers on the course, like you would, I would have been screwed. Like, um, yeah, certainly a lot of blind shots. For sure. Well, I guess that's what the, the difference between the, the pros and the Joes. I mean, some of these guys have played this course a lot, 
um, and, you know, have some history there. And is this one, when we get into the actual people who could potentially win it, is this one where, you know, the the horses for courses sort of thing? Is, is that uh, what, what you're thinking there, Walker? Uh, I think so. But also, it seems like I was kind of looking through the history of some of these. It just seems like kind of the top golfers at the time were just kind of finding a way. So, so really it's, it's whoever's hot right now. It feels like, because to me, it feels like precision is the kind of name of the game. Like if you're, if you're not putting it where you want, it's going to go in and you're going to get into trouble. So, um, maybe kind of favorite, always every course kind of favors guys that are long off the tee, but this one I think definitely will. And also maybe a little bit of the short game, like guys that are maybe kind of creative with, uh, and no, they could play shots that are unconventional because you're going to have maybe some weird lies and, and, and not knowing exactly where it's going to land and what it's going to do. So that, like I think of a guy like Jordan Spieth immediately. Uh, he played pretty well, the Scottish open this weekend. He's been, you know, he's kind of back on top of his game. He's won uh, the Open in the past, like 2017. So he's a guy, uh, I, I really like him for sure at the top of the board. And there's also the, the well, at least Mike's favorite, uh, Scotsman, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Northern Ireland guy, yeah. Rory McIlroy, um, just knowing his length, and what he can do if he's on, uh, he could run away with this thing, at least in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, I love Rory for this one, especially he's also, he's he's playing really good lately. He seems a little fired up about this whole live golf right. thing that's going on because Rory's kind of the face of the PGA Tour. And he, he's been in front of a lot of cameras, like talking to the media and, and pumping the PGA Tour's tires and trying to, I don't know, kind of rally the guys to stay there and not go to live golf. So He's got something a little more to play for. He was off uh, practicing with Tiger this weekend, and uh, I'm not sure what the course was. I think it's in Ireland. They were playing together, so he skipped the Scottish Open, but he should be. Yeah, I expect Rory to be in fine form for this one, definitely, looking at him at the top of the board. Well, you did mention Tiger, and I think his last win was 2006 at the Open Championship, so it's been a, a while for him, but, I mean, it's been a while for him for, for really yeah. you know playing golf. He's, he's won twice here, though. He mm-hmm. took two opens at the old course. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if Tiger's going to be back, this could be it. He's He's been talking it up right since the Masters. He was like, ah, I don't know if I'll play the, what was it, the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm definitely going to try to get back for uh, the Open at St. Andrews just because, you know, it's a special place. And it's surprising. I mean, it's not surprising because it's Tiger Woods. But uh, on most boards, he's still pretty high up there. Like for yeah. odds, like it's it's tough to put money on him because you're like, well, I may just be throwing my money away because he might withdraw <laughs> after 54 holes like he did yeah. the PGA Champion. Like you never know. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a valid concern. But people just love betting on Tiger, yeah. right? So the number's never going to be great because it doesn't matter how he's playing or like how healthy he is. I saw a picture like he, he's been had that like leg sleeve on all the time, but there was mm. a picture out there without the sleeve on. His leg is just mangled. Like, oh, yeah. Does it's not look like a normal <laughs> leg anymore. And it, it's because it's full of like pins and rods and whatever's in there now. But um, I don't know. He's finding a way. He still looks pretty good before he withdrew. Uh, mm-hmm. at the PGA. Yeah, his mm-hmm. swing looks a little bit off, but uh, nonetheless, he's yeah. making it work. I mean, if anyone's going to make it work, it's going to be that guy, and I don't think anyone's going sure. to outwork him uh, to try and get back out there, because uh, I'm sure on the level that he is at, he doesn't want to embarrass himself. And so he's not going to no, be out there unless he, he knows he can actually compete. For sure. Mm-hmm. And he's only, uh, you figure he's only been getting healthier, you know, over the... Right seen him a couple times now but you think he's going to be stronger now he's taken a couple months off here so yeah and I, yeah, even, I, I expect him to play well and i noticed there are some live golf guys that are in this at least from yep. some of the boards that uh, that i've seen so they're they're allowed to play who knows how yep. well they're going to play because it seems like they haven't really had the competitive juices flowing they're just out there making their money flying on private jets and having a good time so <laughs> yeah uh, well we'll see i mean i think dustin johnson he's fairly high up there uh, yeah, I mean, guys, you can so still we'll expect DJ is going to play well. You know, it. I don't know if his life has changed that much going over to live yet. Like, you know, give it a right. while of him playing on there, and it might take a t- take its toll on his game. But he wasn't even while he was still on the PGA Tour. He had kind of fallen off. He wasn't really one of the top guys 
obviously he's still a top guy, but not, he wasn't really threatening to win on a weekly basis by the time he had left. Mm-hmm. And a couple other guys that I saw on there, John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler, kind of hard to look away from them, um, especially yeah. on Scotty's. But Scotty's hit or miss. He's either going to be a top five or bust. Yeah. Yeah, you wonder if guy, like golf kind of goes in waves, right? Like guys will play well for a while and then they'll lose it and then they'll come back and then they'll lose it. And you feel like he was kind of at the peak of that when he was winning all those tournaments. He wins the Masters, he wins, you know, whichever, all these other tournaments. I think the waste management he took as well. Uh, but maybe he's coming on a downswing. Like he missed the cut of the PGA. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be on Scotty. John Rahm. Also, he's not in the same form he was when he won the U.S. Open last year. Um, I, those aren't those aren't guys that I'm really on. Uh, one guy I like is Xander Shoffley. Uh, he won. He just won today at uh, the Scottish Open, and he won last week of the Travelers. So there's no hotter <laughs> golfer than Xander Shoffley right now. Yeah, and you yeah. you think the Scottish Open course will translate somewhat to success over at St Andrews? Maybe. Well, he's definitely feeling it. And, oh, yeah, he's feeling that's, it. That's a, that's a good place to be in when you're coming into a, a championship like this one. Um, and with the weather, actually, when you mentioned the weather, it was funny enough, we have a friend, uh, my wife and I, who I think she's traveling to Ireland, and they were going through a quote-unquote heat wave. It was like mm. 25 or 26 every day. So that's the Irish heat wave. Oh, yeah. So it's, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of similar up uh, uh up in those parts so yeah so maybe i will be f- firm and fast out there um but we'll we'll have to wait and see are there any guys maybe middle of the board that you might see creep up um in there maybe it's in it well i mean matt fitzpatrick i know he's he's kind of up there there's a will zalatoris he's kind of up there too but maybe there's a, a middle of the pack yeah. guy or even a longer shot that uh, you think hey maybe can sneak through i know mike's on shane lowry i'm on shane lowry yeah, well, you can't even say middle of the pack for Shane Lowry. Like, I think a lot of people are liking him. He's been playing well, and how can you not like the Irish guy at, mm-hmm. the, at the old course, right? Like, mm-hmm. he, he was born in it. He was born in it. That's how he plays. Uh, down more towards the middle of the board, um, I don't know, like Corey Connors, a bit of the shine has come off of uh, his numbers these days, but I think he could still threaten and he's playing like 90 or 100 to 1. So that's a, that's a bet I like to make, just talking about the Canadian guys. Mm-hmm. I also wonder maybe experience plays into this one. Like if a guy who's maybe not at the top of his game right now, but has played here before. So like a Mark Leishman, he could be paying like a hundred to one. And mm-hmm. last time the open was here, uh, I think he was in the top five. So he, he's a guy that could threaten a, another live guy is Sergio. I don't know mm-hmm. if Sergio still got it, but uh, he can still definitely hammer it with it, with the driver. So uh, tons of experience as well. So kind of like Sergio, uh, and yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of names that could kind of do it in the middle of the board there, but uh, those are a couple of guys that I like. Yeah, and there's also I I used to always ride ride him back in the days, um, money wise. I didn't physically ride him, um, but Justin Rose, and he always seems to show <laughs> yeah. up at some of these championships too, especially courses that he has done well at. Uh, in yeah, the past. and seeing as it's not that long of a course, um, he he could be one of those guys that may be there on Sunday. He had kind of fallen off for like a couple of years there, but mm-hmm. recently he's picked up again and started playing quite well. And yeah, another guy, like an English guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or another English guy, you can even think of as Tommy Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. He played quite well at the Scottish Open this week. And, and uh, you know, what a story that would be if he could get a win at the Open. Yeah, that would be huge. It'd be like uh, Shane Lowry all then. Although, yeah, Shane Lowry being Irish, yeah. but still United Kingdom. Yeah, they're all, yeah. They're it's all, all It's all the, the same, They're right? all from the island, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mike knows with his geography, it's all good. But I, <laughs> I believe Scotland is uh, trying to get become independent right. of... Uh, yeah. Of, uh, I'm not sure how well that's going. Look at this, but... getting into politics now too, right? Oh, yeah. now, Mike, appreciate yeah. Boris. What's <laughs> Boris Johnson? Shout Jesus out to Boris. <laughs> Big fan of the pod. Oh yeah, he, he's stepping down. So uh, I need some more time to listen to the pod. So thanks, Boris. I think he. Uh, yeah. He got that. he got in some hot water there, but yeah, uh, he got in a lot of hot water. But uh, love his hair. Um, Great anyways, hair. yeah, moving moving aside from <laughs> from politics, uh, back onto <laughs> the the golf course. I, I only saw, and I'm sorry if there's another Canadian in the field, but I only saw the only other Canadian was Mackenzie Hughes. And I could yeah. be wrong on that, but uh, no, I think, I think he's pretty you long, got it. Long I odd. think you got it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he wasn't. He was listed, I think, at the very bottom as far as odds wise. It was like plus thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I see him at three hundred to one right now yeah. for Mackenzie Hughes. I like. Again, I like he's a guy. I don't know. I like Mackenzie Hughes. I think he can he can just pop up at any time to the top of the board if his putter's on. So uh, he's kind of an interesting name. And and you know if you just like to throw money at Canadians, well, there's two on the board, so just bet on them both. Connors would be is Connors. Connors is in. Or oh yeah, no? yeah, oh yeah. Connors is in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if uh, you were listening to about uh, five minutes ago, Mike, uh, Adam did about a minute on Connor. So <laughs> thanks for keeping up with the show here. I was I was too busy. Uh, I was too busy looking up pictures of Boris Johnson's hair. I also got this uh, this yardage book, which is pretty oh, wow. cool. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. Very nice. Mint. Yeah. So, yeah. Does that actually tell you, like, at certain points on the fairway there, how far or, you have to hit and everything? Yeah, it tells you everything. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Oh, this is, wow, this one. It says three, I wrote down on it, it says, it was on the six hole, 323 yard drive. This is the one he said that, oh, I've never seen you hit that far. And it says, put on. I was probably like 20 yards out. And then I two putt for a, par there oh that's huge yeah i didn't obviously i didn't use the uh the yardage book when i was playing uh because i had a caddy so (laughs) right though i think i have one picture of me like the the classic look of looking at the yardage book and then (laughs) (laughs) just pretending to read it but uh, all this week will be on our social channels there on instagram and facebook (laughs) just gonna be mike's pics of him yeah, the old I was, I was, I might, I, spam, I might, spam it up. I might put, might put together a, a little video of me playing the 17th hole. So uh, we'll see if I got time to put that together. But uh, uh, as far as the field, I wanted to touch on a few guys that you mm-hmm. guys didn't talk about. Um, first of all, the Aussie Cam Smith, right? Uh, yeah. You know, he's kind of, I don't know, Adam, has he not been playing so well? He did. He, he obviously, he won the Masters, right? Uh, uh, did he win no, the Masters? Yeah, he won. yeah, he won the Masters. He won the players. I think he won the players. Oh, he won yeah. the Masters. Scotty won the Masters. All right. Uh, but, yeah, no, Cam Smith, like, he kind of dropped off a little bit, but he's still playing well. He played at the Scottish Open this weekend, and he finished, uh, I think, tied for 10th. So, uh, yep. Cam Smith, uh, another guy, awesome short game. And, and if it's going to come down to putting, and it might, right? Like it's who's avoiding three putts or or <laughs> who, who's avoiding four putts even on some of these greens. Like Cam Smith is one of those guys who can, he can drain it from far away. Definitely money from, from in close. I was, uh, I was curious if John Daly would be in the field. Yes, he, he is playing. Yeah. Looks like he as is, far yeah. as I know. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, oh yeah, you can't expect him. I'm not saying he's going to win or even make a cut, but uh, obviously he won in '95, and that was just uh, a great, great story. I was watching; uh, they had so many documentaries or kind of like revisits of previous wins at St Andrews, and uh, I think he went into a playoff and then won in a playoff at St oh, Andrews, yeah. which was was pretty cool. Uh, the other guy we've seen some uh, pictures of this week. Uh, Ricky Fowler, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> always loved him, but, uh, yeah, he's kind of fallen off the board. Uh, I don't know. Was he playing in the Scottish open? Or? He was. And I think he actually needed to finish high to qualify for the open. Like, I don't, I don't think Ricky actually made it in. Well, uh, I think he had to make like the top 10 in the Scottish open to get in and, uh, Aww. he failed to do so. Nice. So, uh, yeah, this is, I, I think this is the first time Ricky's not in the open since the first time he played it, which was, I don't know, like 2015 or something like that. So yeah, kind of a bummer. Well, that's too bad. I'm sorry yeah, I brought everyone, that up. Everyone likes to see Ricky. Mm-hmm. Big fan favorite. <laughs> Big fan favorite. <laughs> Was there anyone Those... else that you had on uh, on your board there, Mike? No, I put money on Tiger <laughs> right before the Masters yeah. for the Open Championship at uh, plus 6,500. So, uh, May work out. And I got money on Sheen Lowry, which we talked about. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I got I got one other uh, Englishman that, that you can look at, and uh, so you mentioned the Alfred Dunhill uh, program there, Mike. And yeah. so last year, the Alfred Dunhill, obviously, like at St Andrews, Danny Willett won oh, that, yeah. and uh, he's been playing pretty good. He has, I think, he's top fifteen at the Masters. That's a while ago now, but mm-hmm. uh, he seems to step up in the uh, in the major championships, and he's he's finished well at St Andrews at the Open before, so. Danny Willett, that, that's a way to make a little bit of money. You could, I think he's paying out quite uh, quite well. And one guy I would like to see but I never put money on is my boy, JT, Justin Thomas. So <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what he does, but I'm just yeah. going to leave it at that. <laughs> he only wins when he says there's no chance yeah. he's going to win. Then, <laughs> that was uh, a pretty I'm good last him. time. I'm, yeah. I am rooting for him, but... Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. It'd be good to see one of those one of those guys, one one of those PGA Tour guys, the rah 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 guys, uh, take yeah. it home, or even someone that's uh, you know from from over overseas there. But uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know if there's anything else that you guys want to touch on or mention, or Mike, if you have some more trivia. Uh, well, I, I only I worked in most of it, but uh, yeah, which was appreciated. Crime? That I like that. Oh yeah, yeah crimes. Yeah. Any, any <laughs> nasty uh, crimes or anything? <laughs> You usually got some maybe a few dead dogs. I don't know. No, no, just the ones that I uh, just the ones that I committed while there. Yeah. But uh, um, <laughs> no, I mean it is dangerous. Like the other thing, I so we got there like the night before I was going to play, and there's a sidewalk right across the 18 and first hole, and it just has a sign like a pedestrian like, be, sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And it says beware golf balls, you know, so you kind of like look both ways, but like, you know, there's guys that are like 250 yards away. They can't see you. Like it's up to the pedestrian to like, and I I remember while playing and and hitting, like there was people walking across this sidewalk and the caddy said, just hit. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there's a sign there and uh, they shouldn't be, they should be watching for people crossing the course. Obviously that's not going to be in effect at the open championship, I hope, but uh, (laughs) they're not going to be pedestrians walking across the fairway. Uh, This is like in front of the green. Is that what you're saying? Like they're actually Uh, just crossing. It goes across like from the town towards like the ocean. Yeah. There's like a a sidewalk that goes right over both fairways because it's kind of like one fairway in or two fairways in one. It's like just, you know, it's that, you know, one in 18 are kind of combined. And yeah, and, and it goes across the fairway. So both ways you could get dinged by a ball <laughs> and they just have a sign there that says you know caution balls are flying kind of thing like um, there's anything you can even do <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and i uh the other thing i did I shotgunned it. They have these like Tom Morris spears. I guess he was a big, big deal back yeah, in the day. Yeah. And uh, so he had, they have his own beer named after him. And I shotgunned a Tom Morris beer on the Swillican bridge. So hopefully that wasn't uh, disrespectful to the RNA. You got your caddy uh, to film that for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, have to, we'll put that on the social channels. That's and, the fastest uh, guy I've ever seen do a shotgun before. Yeah, yeah. Best looking, longest driver, <laughs> fastest shotgunner. Yeah, yeah. And then I gave him 200 pounds or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Just take my money. Take my money. Great day. Let's be friends. <laughs> gave me a fake number. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, hang out later. Um, yeah, that's pretty well all I had. Hopefully I get a chance. I mean, you know, I'm not sure what the, uh, the, uh, you know, the watching on TV situation will be. What, I don't know what time this will start. I think there are six hours ahead. Yeah. Um, they'll be starting like early morning, probably. I think probably like 4am maybe tee offs, Mm -hmm. but, uh, so like the Scottish open kind of wrapped up at, I think it was like 2pm today. We're usually, you know it'll be a little later but that that's not bad it's just, so no. just you know some morning morning golf watching probably mm-hmm. yeah some beer for breakfast that's all it is that'll be good yeah hopefully i can watch on sunday uh i got i got this uh, silly thing i gotta do uh sunday i gotta do this golf thing but uh, a certain championship. Hopefully, it doesn't interrupt with my. And shout uh, out to your nephew who's turning what? 
four, five, six, seven. Yeah, he's turning uh, four. It's, yeah, it's, it's his birthday on Saturday. So uh, he's a big listener. Uh, shout out to Maddox. Uh, happy birthday, Maddox. I'm not sure what the theme of the party is, but um, I imagine there will be a theme. You got to have a theme. It'll be the Open Championship theme. (laughs) The 150th at uh, the Old Course at St. Andrews. Really looking forward to it. I love the history of this uh, event and just to see, you know, how much it actually means to the players going out there. And now knowing that you've been there, Mike, um, it's going to make it extra special. Certainly. Mike's a part of history. Part of history. (laughs) Especially with the shotgun and that beer. That's uh, in itself. But if there's anything else anyone wants to get up their chest or can we call it a show? I think we can call it a show and uh, wrap yeah. it up. Wrap All it right, up. wrap it up. Okay. Well, thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for jumping on. Have a great time watching it. And uh, as always, want to give a shout out to Bryce Malashewski, who's an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at two zero four five one five three four four six. Ask him about the private jet. Ask him about St. Charles or fax him, <laughs> as we like to say. Um, but yeah, enjoy the golf this weekend. Really looking forward to it. And uh, Mike, I'm looking forward to your social media posts. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll try and keep it clean. Uh, I don't know why I said that. But it's, it's not dirty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and to the listeners, watch some of the stuff on YouTube about the course. There's so many cool uh, stories about the course and uh, uh, so much great content about St. Andrews right now. So uh, check that out. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Walker. Appreciate it. Have yourselves a wonderful night and enjoy the golf this weekend. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. A hidden gem no more. Enjoy one of the top stay-and-play packages in Manitoba at Oak Island Resort and Golf, just southwest of Brandon. Designed by one of the most prolific course architects in the country, you can enjoy over 6,600 yards of challenging and unforgettable golf amidst beautiful prairie wetlands and some of the best putting services on the planet. Once you've putted out on 18, relax in one of the four fully equipped cabins on site while your hot dog or burger cooks on the BBQ. Or if camping is your thing, you can stay at one of the nearly 400 fully serviced sites. Book today by visiting oakislandmb.ca. Des and Andrea would love to see you down there and tell them 18 over par sent you, and Mike and I will buy you around. That's oakislandmb.ca to book your stay and play package now, or click on the link in our pod show notes. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats.